I'm Lachlan Rouston, and this is Raph Friedman, and we are best known as hosts of the Mind Muscle Project podcast. And you're listening to the top resource for personal trainers, fitness coaches, and gym owners, the In The Black Business Podcast. All right, as a fitness entrepreneur listening to this, you have competition and this is how you're going to beat them. So, whether you're a PT, whether you're a gym owner, whether you're online, there is competition and we're going to help you identify them, identify them correctly because that's a very important part and we're going to give you strategies on how you can beat them. Okay, if you enjoy this video, if you get a lot out of it, make sure you go down below, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell button so you get notified when new videos come out and then leave us a comment as well so we can have a discussion with you about this video and competition. We've also got lots of resources for you so make sure you check out our other videos as well. Okay, so let's get into it. So really the first thing is how to identify your competition. Yeah, I mean, depending on what level you're at, this is going to be different. So in some ways, if you're a personal trainer, it's, it's literally often the personal trainers around you. Uh, if you're a brick and mortar business, then it can, be your, it can be brick and mortar gyms around you, but it can also be a broader skill set, I think, of just offers that are coming into the marketplace that, that your target clients will be seeing. Right. You know, and that could be online personal training. It could be all different types of competition that's really just offering the same solution to what you're offering. Yeah, and I think what the mistake people make when it comes to competition is gym owner opens up on corner X and then gym owner down the road open up on corner Y and they think, well, I do yoga and they do Pilates, so they're my competition. But you're only a competitor with someone if you're competing over the same customer. And that's the really the distinguishing factor. So I don't consider anyone a competition to what we do at Locker Room unless they're targeting the exact same customer. So any other service that my customer will consider, and if you're a fitness entrepreneur, if you're in business, you have customers, your best customer, the customer you like the most or you have the most of or that you target, ask them, what are the other services or what are the other options that they were considering before purchasing with you? And that is generally a good idea of what your competition is. Now, that- well, Yeah, they're trying to service the same client and solve right. the same problem. Correct. So the solution might be different, but solving the same problem. Because you might get a restaurant serving the same client, but that's not competition. Right. It's like complementary, right? But they're solving the same solution, even if it's not a gym. Yes. But they're still trying to solve, you know, the, the solution we're trying to solve. Yeah. And so I think it's really important you do make that distinction because then you can have a look at what the other competitors in your marketplace are offering and some of the processing, the sales process that your competitors, uh, sorry, that your cu customers are thinking about when choosing whether to go with you or someone else because it's going to create opportunities for you to show how you're very different. It's also going to create opportunities for you to have sentences and conversations and create language with the customer when you're selling to them to help you distinguish your team. Well, I know you're considering something like this because that's what they offer. They do a lot of this, but why you should consider us is because we do more of this and we're a lot more like this and we can help you in these areas, but they do this. Now, before we go to the next thing, which is why competition is important, I do think it's very important for you to consider that you should never bash a competition. I think one of the weakest things you can ever do as an entrepreneur, especially in fitness, is to go out and talk shit about your competition. So talk about how they're different and how they help people, but talk about why you're better and how you help people differently. So I think that's important to add in there. But why competition is important. Now, the only reason that you watch sport and you watch the NBA, you watch you know Roger Ferrer versus Rafael Nadal is because you know that the two people that are the best at their game are pushing to be the number one. Right, they're pushing to be the best in the world. That's what the best competitors in the world do. We're trying to be the next biggest fitness brand in the boutique gym space, right? We have competition. If we didn't have competition, we've arrived at our goal. Why would we push any harder? We're number one. There's no one else to compete with. 
So that's why you have competition. It's to push that number one spot higher and higher and higher. A lot of people have argued the only reason that Roger Federer, Nadal and Djokovic are so good is because they had each other. Mm. Three of the best players ever in the game all coming into their prime at the same time or around the same time and all force their game higher and higher and higher. It's why now when you got all these new players coming in, they really struggle to be at that same level because they haven't had that same GOAT level competition coming in all at the same time. Imagine if Kobe, LeBron and Jordan all existed in the same era, they would probably all be better than what they are now, which is like hard to imagine. But you would think with that level of competition, it'll push them up and up and more and more. So some of the examples we got that are relevant here, you've got Uber versus Lyft. Obviously, they created a better platform, rideshare. It brought the prices down for customers, better for customers. We've got Whoop versus Fitbit. Fitbit, fitness wearable, Whoop obviously took, okay, people are going to wear, you know, they've they created a marketplace here. They want something more advanced, right? So we're going to give them the Whoop. We're going to give them more of the training side of thing. We're going to go after the athletes, right? That's that competition there. And then probably the biggest one in our industry that everyone knows about is CrossFit versus F45. CrossFit paved the way, F45 identified all the weaknesses of CrossFit and created something underneath it and then created an even bigger and more profitable brand. Yeah, you know, I think that most gym owners and PTs, they just think about the competition in totally the wrong way. They focus on on totally the wrong things. They mostly just get really emotional and they think about, you know, the two clients that went to that person's gym or the trainer that went to that person's mm-hmm. gym or like personal feuds with the other person. Uh, and that's just, you know, it's the, ultimate, it's the ultimate waste of time. And it is fundamentally different because, you know, maybe in sports that works quite well, right? You think if you're a competitor, you're going to beat him. But in that, it's a totally different game because in that game, <coughs> one person's going to come number one, one person's going to come number two. Zero sum. Yeah, whereas in, you know, in, in the business and in your fitness, you both can be wildly successful, but both competitors. You can both reach all your goals times 10 right across the street from each other. So it just doesn't work like that. So that just becomes a colossal waste of time and waste of energy. Um, so that, I think, is the wrong way to think about it. And that is the trap that I think most people think about their competitors. The three clients they lost that went to that competitor, and it just it does not matter when you look at the population size of the place where you live. Yeah, absolutely. So some of the things that you are going to benefit from this, obviously, those are some of the negative things. So the silver lining that comes out of great competition is, one, you're going to get a much more competitive price, right? So you're going to find better pricing in the marketplace and you're going to create better pricing amongst your competition. This can, in some instances, become a race to the bottom in commodities. But ultimately, what I think is going to do, especially in for us in more premium services, it's going to help create a higher ceiling of pricing as you kind of push each other up rather than race to the bottom. Mm. It's going to be like, well, they charge this much. We can actually offer better. We can charge even more than that. So you create this uh, this increasing ceiling which is fantastic the second thing is obviously your service and your product needs to get better if your competitor if people are leaving for your competitor it's like well they actually deliver a better result they solve my problem faster or they do it with less friction that's going to force you to be better if you're a competitor uh obviously it's going to make you uh, it's going to actually bring more staff and better team members into the marketplace i think as you create competition uh, it creates a bigger marketplace more competitive also brings in more competitive staff it brings in better staff if there's just kind of one really average marketplace mm. with a couple of competitors that aren't really very good you're not getting talent going wow did you see how many great boutique gyms there are to work for these days i want to get into the boutique gym space if there's just one average boutique competitor that doesn't have many locations people that don't know what their career or their industry is that like fitness that could potentially want to work for a company like that it's not appealing people didn't want to work for taxis but now people want to work for uber because Uber's cooler and it's more appealing and it makes more money so competition is going to create more opportunities to bring just better people in general into your industry and into the marketplace which is going to be better for business and then 
probably one of the other things as well is it's going to just create general awareness as you market harder as your competition markets harder as more resources more money pours into that specific service or product you together you're going to create more awareness in the marketplace if i'm spending marketing dollars and my competitors spending marketing dollars that's better than just me spending marketing dollars yes we're competing against each other but ultimately we're bringing more awareness to the total marketplace which i think is a good thing because you're giving yourself a bigger customer base to pull from yeah and the way that would just work if you're thinking about it is all of you might be reminding your target client of the problem they've got so you're running ads reminding them that you know maybe they're overweight or they've got back pain or they've got low energy and your competitors doing the same thing so you're just raise you're both raising the amount of people that are aware of the problem they've got and then whether they choose your solution or their solution I mean that's going to come down to your marketing and sales but you've got a bigger pool of people you know th that are a problem aware yeah. and i think probably one of my favorite parts of competition is that i think with your own business because you're so emotional about it you look at it and you know you always think ah oh, it's like it's perfect or you see the same problems every time because it could it's your business because when you look at somebody else's you go oh man if they could do this better it'd be so much better right. they did that better so much better or like oh that's really good idea oh you know I, I wouldn't do that because you know it's not your it's not your child right, right? your child's perfect so i've found generally one of the best things about having good competition is it just raises your standards because you see so many things that would be better about their business and you can often just do that in your own business yeah so we've got a few things here obviously we promised you at the start that would actually give you strategies to beat your competition because I'm competitive, Raf's more competitive than me. We want to beat our competition. Uh, and I think it's important if you are in business to be competitive. You have to be competitive. You have to be competitive with yourself and you have to be competitive against other competitors in your marketplace. I think I think you've got to know yourself, right? I think some people get more out of competitive spirit with themselves. Other people might be more like me. You see the other gym owner, you're like, oh, I'll have like stand on top of your throat one day. Perfect, <laughs> right? That's it. That goes through your head and, and everyone's different about what's going to drive them. But I do think inherently competition is an important part of being in business so some of the things you can do to uh, strategize to beat your competition best thing we're kind of alluding to before is to put yourself in their shoes if you were the competitor and you were the owner of that gym and you were looking at your your gym with different eyes put yourself in their shoes where are the holes where are the gaps what are they not doing well what could be better it's really hard to do but you can do it if you spend a bit of time doing it in the same way that you're doing it to their gym. Well, they think they have a really good service there, but that's not that good. Or they think their bathrooms are really nice, but they've actually got really bad products here. Or they think their colors are really good, but they're kind of outdated. Their logo needs a bit of a refresh. You need to switch and do that in your same shoes. And that's an important skill to be able to do is to put yourself in someone else's shoes. It's a skill that you need in sales to be able to see it from someone else's perspective. So I encourage you to try and really think about it when looking at your own business. Be really harsh, even Go with someone honest, maybe a friend that's not involved in the business, someone who's not biased in this and go, okay, let's pick this apart. Tell me, like I'm open here. How can I get better? Rip me apart. And that is a very useful strategy because this is how you can build uh, different things in your strategy to be competitive. So one thing you can do is you can niche better, right? So if someone says, oh, well, you kind of got these clients over here and you got, you got girls and you got guys, you got old, young, and they got different goals, they're kind of all over the place. I don't know who this gym is for. Okay, you need to niche better, right? You need to go, this is exactly the type of client that needs to come here. Because when you get that, then you have a competitive advantage. Well, okay, well, you serve those people, but like we definitely only serve these types of people. So anyone who's like this, right? You can go to that because you're better suited to their gym. But if you're like more like us, people go, ah, oh, you know what? I'm at this gym right now, but I've heard that that gym is actually way better suited for people like me. I actually have like really bad knee pain. I heard they specialize in like knee injuries and rehab, I think I might go there because this is not getting better here. So you become a better problem solver for that particular niche. So that's one important thing here. I think it's better also to offer different 
not more. So rather than offer more services, which a lot of people do, they try and stack offerings, is I think it's better to have different offerings, right? Which again ties into the niche. So if your niche wants, you know, more nutrition coaching and they want maybe more medical data, then give them more of that sort of stuff. Give them more holistic side of it. Maybe they want more help with supplementation. Right? Give them more supplement advice, right? Maybe they want less training. Maybe they don't need less training. Maybe they want a yoga. They don't want more weight training, more cardio. So you can kind of niche more and then your offerings can get more and more different. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, more is just one way to go about it, right? It's really the other end of lowering your price. You could lower your price, obviously going to not be good for your margin, or you could do more. But more typically ruins your margin as well because yes. you've just increased your operational cost. So it's not a great way to, com to, to compete. One way, like you said, is be different, right? Which for most people, it's fantastic because there's such a, a lack of differentiation already in the fitness market. Uh, but I think, you know, another really good way would just look at it and be like, oh, could I maybe do this a little bit faster than them? Yeah, I look at them, I look at the programs they've got. Maybe I could get results for my clients right. quicker or show them results quicker. Everybody's going to value time, right? If yours is get result in six months, mine's get results in six hours. Most people will go for six hours right? because I'm keen to be in shape in six hours, not after summer. So that's, you know, another way that you could differentiate yourself by just providing more value to the client. Yeah, ultimately, if you're going to spend more time understanding your customer better, you're going to have more success in the long run and you're going to be able to beat your competition. So the deeper and better you understand your competition, I know that uh, I listened to a podcast with Chip Wilson, who's one of your favorites, and he goes into extremely in-depth detail about who buys Lululemon pants in the beginning. And that's the detail you need to know. What, where they come from, their background, their education, uh, what their belief systems, right? Their, all, all these different factors, what media they consume, what platforms they're on. You need to know this person inside and out so that when you see them and you spot them, you pick them out straight away and they see you and they go, that's me. When a customer is going, that's me and that's no one else, that is me, then you've nailed it. And until you get to that point, I still don't think you have a competitive advantage because you're not going to have the right offerings for that niche. So understand the customer better and that's going to take you the furthest and allow you to be the most competitive. Okay, so if you enjoyed that video, let us know in the comments down below. Uh, hit the like button if you enjoyed it. We appreciate that. And hit the subscribe button as well. We've got more videos coming out on these topics as well that you guys will get more out of. And if you're a fitness entrepreneur, this is the number one resource for you. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll speak to you all next week.